Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A third of students are less than happy about their university choice. New research by EY has revealed. The findings suggest that a digital rethink is essential to meet the expectations of students and staff. Universities can address this by putting the needs of the people they serve at the heart of their digital strategies. Learn more about the future of human-centered higher education at theguardian.com forward slash transforming higher education. This message was paid for by EY. The Guardian. So Michaela is a very famous Instagram star who started, I think, in 2016. She grew very popular very quickly and... Uh, this is the voice of my little sister Che, 14 years old and, like a lot of people her age, an avid Instagram user. One of the hundreds of accounts she follows is that of Michaela Sousa, or Lil Michaela, who sounds like basically your average Instagram star. Uh, so she has brown hair that goes down to about her shoulders. She has a lot of colourful and bright makeup on her face. Her face is full of freckles. She often wears quite fashionable clothes and on her Instagram page you can see her sometimes selling those clothes. What kind of things does she do in her pictures? Um, well, a lot of them are just her on her own taking a selfie, saying that she's somewhere or there's some with like her at popular events with friends and there's some with her just sitting down editing stuff with another friend. She's young, pretty and fashionable with 1.3 million followers and a desire to turn that fame into a career in music. In June 2018, she was named one of Time magazine's 25 most influential people on the internet. There's just one catch. Well, Michaela isn't real. She's a creation of computer-generated imagery, or CGI. Michaela's virtual nature hasn't stopped her from becoming hugely popular. Since her inception in 2016, she's attracted some pretty famous friends and even enemies. Some human, some like her. She posts pictures of herself with other celebrities, or posing in a fashionable outfit somewhere in real-world LA. Her captions will seem familiar to anyone who regularly uses Instagram. It's hot AF. Who has a pool we can use? I think August might be my month. Stuff about Beyonce and Rihanna, and so on. Every now and then she gets real and talks about her feelings. I like that she's very open with her followers and she shares a lot of stuff with them. She talks back to them, she answers DMs from them. And I like that people's styles come from her Instagram page as well. Some people want to question whether or not an Instagram influencer can really be called a celebrity. It gets a bit more complicated when those influencers aren't even real people. 
Uh, Hatsune Miku is a very popular uh, pop star up in Japan and she wears uh, a grey top with a short skirt and she has really long blue hair that goes down like really far. <laughs> and is she real? Um, no, she's a hologram. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. And this week, I'm going to bring you the philosophical question my little sister Che brought to me. Can we really call a virtual character a celebrity? On the way, we'll find out how a software designed to help musicians get their music noticed led to the creation of a global superstar. And ask, have we become so accustomed to highly edited representations of real life that we no longer even need our celebrities to really exist? This is Chips With Everything. How long did it take you to figure out? So I found it quite easy to work out she wasn't real once I'd gone on her pictures. Um, Annie Lord is a freelance writer who has written about Michaela and virtual stars who've risen to fame. As she explains, Michaela's Instagram posts are pretty similar to what you might get from any other influencer. It's all quite banal what she's doing. It's not anything you wouldn't see elsewhere. Mainly just really well put together outfits or just hanging out outside shopping malls or buying green smoothies at festivals with friends, lots and lots of selfies and cool outfits and things like that. Her profile features so stuff like her age and her location, but then also things like Black Lives Matter and links to the LGBT Life Centre and Black Girls Code. Mm. Would you say she's political? I think she kind of problematises that idea of being political on the internet because it's really interesting and well it's great that she puts forward her support for things like Black Lives Matter where someone like the Kardashians might not because they're so aware of who follows them and not alienating people but the fact that she can just hashtag her support and not turn up to protests or donate money or do any of that stuff in the physical world it's a very like lacklustre kind of easy way of being political. Michaela writes about the things she cares about on her blog, Forever 19, so-called because she will never age. And she's not the only one. Hatsune Miku is a 16-year-old singer. She has music all over the internet. She has music videos. She's played with Lady Gaga and Pharrell Williams. And she has done concerts all over the world. Guillaume Devine is an engineer at Krypton Future Media, the company that created the virtual pop star Hatsune Miku, and helps run her appearances outside of Japan. Miku was originally created as a Vocaloid, that is, a singing voice synthesizer software. As he explains to my producer Danielle, Miku wasn't designed to become the worldwide pop star sensation she is today. She started like uh, about 10 years ago, a bit more than 10 years ago now. She was first uh, the name of a piece of music software that can sing whatever the user is going to input into the software through a normal like uh, PC. So the, the first goal uh, when that technology came out was to enable musicians to make a song entirely with a computer. So we didn't decide that she would be a celebrity and we, we made other characters after Miku trying to have them become as popular as possible. But even though Miku is one of the first, she's, she's still uh, the most famous and by far. So while Miku has a clear creator in Krypton Future Media, 
Her stardom came from the rise of platforms like YouTube and the community that produced the music they wanted to hear. Which is impressive, because the process of creating a song for Miku is quite complex. You have to own the software first, that's the first uh, prerequisite. So once you have that, you make the song as with any other songs now. I mean, you use, um, there's a specific software which is called DAW, where you can mix a lot of different instruments. And then you simply input the lyrics into the software, and then you decide of the melody line. Once that's done, that's only the first step. So there's no one path, but if the song gets noticed, then it's going to be shared. That's when we come in. And then that song might end up being played in a concert. If you watch one of her concerts, you can see the appeal. Miku is cute and energetic and has a huge crowdsourced catalogue of songs and dances from which to draw. So we have a setup on stage that enables an animated image of Hatsune Miku to be projected on a special screen. It's a combination of different technologies. The goal is to make it appear like she's there along with actual uh, human musicians and the voice is uh, completely digital. All the rest is really actual live instruments. So the public is real, the audience is real, the musicians are real. Only Hatsune Miku is there virtually. When Miku appears live on stage at a concert, you can easily tell that she's a hologram. But Michaela is different. At a glance, on a quick scroll through your Instagram, you might mistake her for an actual human. I asked Annie what she thought motivated Michaela's creators to blur the line between the virtual and real. I think there's two reasons, like one perhaps to expose how constructed all Instagram influencers can be in that you can get a robot to mimic the exact framework and like formula of what they do and it can really seem the same as a human would because they all pose the same, wear the same clothes, do the same things, get pictured in the same place. But also it could be a kind of more sinister business thing because if you can get a CGI person to do the same things as a human would but you don't have to pay them as much because you're making it yourself and they can do it better because they won't get tired and they won't need to eat then that's more beneficial to advertising companies. After the break we'll further blur the lines between virtual and real with the help of some major public drama. All the public got really annoyed at this woman threatening Michaela and were like coming to her defence, like leave her alone, where have you gone, like who's taken her, has she been kidnapped? And we'll ask whether the ability for these virtual stars to meet the impossible expectations we've long placed on the famous means that human celebrities may soon become obsolete. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A third of students are less than happy about their university choice. New research by EY has revealed. The findings suggest that a digital rethink is essential to meet the expectations of students and staff. Universities can address this by putting the needs of the people they serve at the heart of their digital strategies. Learn more about the future of human-centered higher education at theguardian.com forward slash transforming higher education. This message was paid for by EY. The Northern Hemisphere has been in the grip of a heatwave. Wildfires have broken out in the Arctic Circle. Flames have ravaged California, Sweden and Greece. But for many hit by devastating wildfires here, the grief is only just beginning. At this DNA lab, families are looking for answers. As they enter with strands of hair from their missing loved ones to be examined, Bodies which have been identified. People are dying in Japan, where temperatures have risen to over 40 degrees centigrade. So, what's going on? Is this heat wave a blip? Or can we expect extreme weather events like these to become more frequent over the coming decades? We fully expect to see these kinds of crazy summers with very intense and persistent heat waves continue and probably get worse. And if so, what does that mean? And one thing that became apparent is that all these people were working in very hot environments. And so my initial thought was that perhaps it was heat stress and dehydration that could be involved in this disease. I'm Greer Jackson, and join me for The Guardian's Science Weekly podcast as we unpick the cause and effect of this weird weather. Just search for Science Weekly in your podcast app or head over to theguardian.com forward slash podcasts. Welcome back to Chips With Everything. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. Before the break, we delved into the world of virtual celebrities. One of the people behind the Japanese virtual pop singer Hatsune Miku explained how the company behind the hologram star never intended for her to be famous. We also spoke to journalist Annie Lord, who has closely followed the progression of virtual stars, including Instagram influencer and CGI, Michaela Sousa. Can you tell us about the hacking scandal, what happened? It started with Michaela had already amassed a huge following, and then one day, her entire account was taken over by pictures of this blonde influencer who was called Bermuda. And she like plays an acoustic guitar and wears Confederate flag tops and things. And she deleted all of Michaela's posts and took one of herself and was like, Michaela, you need to tell the public um, what's going on and who you really are. And then all the public got really annoyed um, at this woman threatening Michaela and were like coming to her defence, like, leave her alone. Where have you gone? Like, who's taken her? Has she been kidnapped? And then after a while, a picture emerged of Bermuda 
Michaela and another influencer called Blauco all together and apparently they had this big emotional meeting and they all made up because they were rivals and then the next day Michaela left some long notes saying I'm not a human being and basically revealed that she was a CGI influencer. So she didn't admit that she was a CGI influencer though, did she? She admitted that she was a robot. So do you think it really was a um, a kind of marketing stunt or do you think in a way it was them trying to take control of the narrative around her being fake but still make it part of their fiction? I mean, yeah, I think people would definitely not be as interested if they knew she was a hologram. I think the idea that she's some sort of Westworld robot, it definitely does seem like that's more of a marketing thing to keep the lie alive. So this whole kind of hacking and all the drama between Bermuda and Michaela, do you think that represents our need for drama in the lives of the celebrities we follow? Yeah, I definitely think if you look at someone like Kim Kardashian, what makes her interesting is that she's really boring and then randomly there's something really extreme and over the top that happens that keeps you interested so she'll like discuss her favorite crisp brand but then randomly she'll do a naked photo shoot and you become really interested and I think the same thing with Michaela like it's just endless selfies but then the hacking scandal was like oh my god what's happened because it seems so much more dramatic because of the rest of it being so palatable. Despite the virtual nature of it all Michaela's personal drama feels familiar. After trying for months to gain acceptance, she has hacked and blackmailed into coming out, in her case, as a robot. So does Hatsune Miku experience any of this strife? Or does the simplicity of her story protect her from attacks? It's the internet, so you have some people who who are going to be mean, but not really to Miku. It's really hard to be mean to a virtual character. That's also maybe one of the good things. Some criticize us, which is fair enough. There are millions of people who like Miku, so we try to talk to the majority, I guess. When you make a Miku song, it's uh, not just an instrument, it's kind of entering that community. Because Miku doesn't exist as a person, that enables everyone to be Miku or kind of participate in the phenomenon that is Miku. Miku and Michaela have their differences, but both these virtual stars are young, female and attractive. They come with a set of expectations, including that they are somehow always available to their fans and adaptable to what those fans want from them. So is there some sense in which these virtual stars are a natural consequence of the impossible expectations we have of celebrities, which digital people can more easily fulfil? Michaela looks flawless in every photo. Miku's fans plan her outfits, write her songs, choreograph her dances, and decide on her backstory. Do these virtual stars represent our desire for control over the celebrities we follow? Yeah, definitely. I mean, she can achieve a level of perfection that a human never could. Like, her politics are all on point with the sort of person that would like her probably has those opinions. So she's not going to be found doing a racial slur somewhere because her entire performance can be mediated. What do you think we'll see for these kinds of virtual stars in the future? Like, where can it go from here? Where can this kind of story go? I could definitely imagine them trying to manufacture and produce 
flaws in the same way you might see other celebrities doing but how you would do that is so difficult because it can't be something too controversial that would alienate people and human flaws are so sporadic and stupid it would be a really difficult thing to program the desire for it's definitely there like programs like Geordie Shaw or Love Island show that we like watching people mess up and be normal. Can you imagine like a Love Island with just virtual people <laughs> on it? How weird Oh my god, I'd definitely watch that. <laughs> Whether human or virtual then, what makes someone worthy of fame? I think definitely there's something about her, about the way she was designed and the voice she has. She's very versatile. She can become many different things. And maybe that's something that would be true also of other uh, human pop stars. The one that really lasts long, they're able to renew themselves and they're able to have different personalities and different styles and really adapt. Perhaps virtual stars like Miku and Michaela are so popular because they can do what humans can't. With all of the ways in which real human celebrities can let us down, Virtual stars are a low-risk alternative. Even if they do experience drama, it doesn't really matter. Whatever the reason, I've now joined my sister as one of the 1.3 million following Michaela Sousa, irresistibly drawn to this depiction of life in the uncanny valley. I'd like to thank Guillaume Devine and Annie Lord for joining me this week with special thanks to my favourite 14-year-old, my little sister Che. We'd also like to give a special mention to 3D artist Nicole Ruggiero, who also talked to us about Michaela. That conversation didn't make it into this episode, but you can find a link to Nicole's website, along with links to Michaela and Miku's social media accounts, in this week's episode description on The Guardian website. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. Thanks for listening. For more great podcasts from The Guardian, just go to theguardian.com slash podcasts. A third of students are less than happy about their university choice, new research by EY has revealed. The findings suggest that a digital rethink is essential to meet the expectations of students and staff. Universities can address this by putting the needs of the people they serve at the heart of their digital strategies. Learn more about the future of human-centered higher education at theguardian.com forward slash transforming higher education. This message was paid for by EY.